What's the weirdest thing that you've seen at someone's house that they thought was completely normal? Their mother cooked five different dinners from scratch every day. They each decided what they wanted, and she just cooked it for them, all three children, husband, and herself. When I went round the first time, she seemed insulted that I didn't want anything special and just had what my friend was having. It must have taken her hours, as they all chose to eat at different times as well. Not the weirdest, but I always ate one meal with my whole family. Twelve-year-old me was out of his comfort zone. I mean, I don't blame you, but you know what? 30-year-old me is going to just go right on in and order. Oh, shucks. Order me up a side of ravioli and flapjacks. <laughs> Rather than a garbage can, my friend's family had a room to throw away their garbage. A room that served no other purpose than a garbage can. I asked him what they were going to do when it was full, and he just said it wasn't their problem because they were moving in a few months. Even if you're moving, wouldn't you rather not have rotting piles of garbage in your house? Response. Worked demolition on a house that was used in the same manner. Required jumpsuits and masks for the biohazard that was once a sunroom. Well, I guess you can say that that is a place that the sun no longer shines. And it probably smells like one. <laughs> yep. I went to someone's house where, no joke, they wouldn't flush the toilets until they were at full capacity. The entire top floor just reeked of wastes. It was disgusting. Edit. Follow-up. One time, I saw them scooping the waste into a bucket and throwing it in the backyard. I wish I was joking. When playing on a console in the lounge, when there was a scream, and his little brother ran past, 12-ish, followed by his birthday suit little sister, 14-ish, screaming at him. Apparently, he keeps creeping into the bathroom to watch her shower. My friend and his parents thought it was hilarious. None of them seemed to find it weird. And no, there was no lock in the bathroom door. Not sure why. I had a best friend all through elementary and middle school. I was over his house practically every day. One day, his mom gave him a meal of cooked spaghetti noodles in a bowl of milk and gave me one as well. It was the strangest meal I've ever seen. He loved it. I did not. Hung out many times after that and never once saw him eat a bowl of milk spaghetti. Ugh, messed up. Response. Macaroni, milk, salt, and butter. It was an ordinary dish in my area in Finland at the war times. When proper greens were rare, my grandma made it for my mother and my mother made it for me. And I still love it. My friends think it's weird. It's so easy and fast to make. I always make it when I want something warm. Fast. It's called macaronavelli, macaroni soup. My childhood friend invited me over after not hanging out for a few years. We were both teenagers. We got on the subject of sealing the deal, and she pulled out a little shoebox from under her bed. She had saved every spunk-filled naughty balloon from her and her boyfriend, tied in a knot and in a pile of about 50. I didn't know what else to say, so I was like, cool? Went home shortly thereafter and didn't speak to her again. Maybe I was too harsh? Maybe not. I have to admit with all the comments following this story in particular, for some reason everyone jumped on the idea of pirates. As if the shoebox was a treasure trove, like if they were looking for this. Hey Yark, we be pirates of the vast seas to find all the treasure we could know. Oh, no, 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 no. Me hearties, turn around. These be cursed waters within this bedroom. Run! Run, boys! Ha 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 ha!
I stay in my best friend's house a lot because she still lives with her family, and it's kind of nice being around them. One time her dad left the door open while he was taking a dookie, and as I walked past, he just nodded hello at me and continued reading his newspaper. When I told her about it, she just shrugged and was like, So? Edit. I am a dude, so maybe he was just showing me who's boss. You know, I did actually have uh, a certain comment for this, but I think this response from Cheeseburger Waffles is uh, exactly what I could imagine. My dad did this once while he had horrible diarrhea. I was like six or seven. I just saw it out of the corner of my eye while walking past. Heard some blasts. Kept walking. I just kept walking. My dog died a few years ago. He was a beloved member of the family, and we were all pretty torn up about it. My mom and dad decided to have him cremated. A few weeks later, I came home from college and saw the urn. Right in the middle of the coffee table, I said, Mom, is that the dog? And she said, Yes, dear. And then my dad shouted angrily, He likes to watch TV! Bugs. I was at this girl's house once for a sleepover party when I was a teenager, and there were bugs, and she thought it was totally normal. It started off with ants in the living room. Everyone was grossed out. Then, when we were all going to bed, one of the girls found a tick on her pillow, and the girl whose house it was said, Oh yeah, they come off my dog all the time. Last time I went over to her house. The house was mine and I thought this was completely normal until later on in life. A little backstory. My family went to Catholic church every Sunday. Other than just going to church, our family wasn't really that religious. Every Friday evening, we would go grocery shopping, the whole family. One Friday night, we were in traffic, and a motorcycle flies by and clips the side of a vehicle. The girl flies off the back, and the guy's leg ends up being caught in something and twists like eight times. I was eight years old when this happened, and remember it like it was yesterday. Well, my mom runs into a nearby business to call 911. This was way before cell phones, and they clear the accident. On our way home, my dad says that we were going to say the rosary. If you're Catholic or religious at all, you know about the rosary. It's prayers that you repeat over and over and over, etc. Thinking that would be the only night that happened, my dad decides to say the rosary every night. At 6 p.m., we had to be in the living room, on our knees, and it lasted for an hour. Then we'd eat supper and get ready for bed. This went on for a long time. I had a friend over one night. We were playing video games in my room when my dad came to get me for the rosary. I told my friend to continue playing games until I come back. Nope. My dad said he had to participate. My mom told my dad in private that he couldn't make someone else's child participate in the rosary. My dad was dead set on my friend doing the rosary with us. My mom ended up bringing my friend home, and no one from my school wanted to come to my house after that. This is too buried for more than three people to see, but I've got to get this off my chest. It's something about my own house, or rather my parents' house. You know how parents will have a shrine of their children's pictures over fireplaces, bookcases, on the refrigerator, usually showcasing their beautiful children throughout various stages of development, school pictures, prom pictures, etc. My parents had a few of those scattered throughout the house. There's five of us kids, but only four kids are showcased. I'm completely absent. I didn't notice this till my late teens. 
Girlfriends would ask, These baby pictures are adorable. Which one is you? None of them are. When questioned, my parents stated, We just don't have any pictures of you. Fast forward to current times. I'm in my mid-twenties, live on my own, and my parents are divorced, each living in their own respective homes. One shrine is now divided into two shrines in two houses, still only featuring photographic evidence of four out of five children. Again, I am left out. Again, when questioned, I just don't have any pictures of you. Both parents retort. I'm not adopted. I'm the middle child. I'm the intelligent, clear-headed one. My role in the family was the mediator, the communicator, the problem solver, the teacher. I'm also the only child that did not rebel against his parents' authority. I'm not going to say my parents don't love me, but I can say that they didn't bother keeping any picture of me. Had, keyword had, an overbearing friend who constantly needed attention, finally go to her house for the first time and find out she lets her ferrets run around their single wide and crap everywhere. There were also dirty clothes piled in every room. Oh, the ferrets like to hide in it. I like animals, and I had never really petted a ferret. So I reached down, and the thing is crawling with fleas. Literally, there was almost no patch of fur that didn't look like it was moving from all the fleas. She noticed me cringe and said, Oh, don't worry. I think he thinks they're snacks. He's always trying to get them with his mouth. No, B. Your ferret is probably getting bitten left and right and itching like crazy. Little late in the game, but why not? I was about nine, and my family went on a trip with one of my friends from school and his family. They were nice enough people, but had weird mannerisms and were strangely formal. Anyway, the one weird thing I noticed was that every now and then, they'd each go out of the room for a moment and come back in. Thought nothing of it after a while, and kind of forgot about it. One night, the kids were chilling in the bedroom while the adults were in the lounge. A few cold ones were had, and they got a little merry, and allegedly, by mistake, my dad rips a huge fart. The scream that came from my friend's mom was blood-curdling, and everyone kind of rushes in to see what had happened. She got really embarrassed and explained that they never passed gas in front of each other. It was a little awkward after that, but pretty funny. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, wow. They're just like chilling on the couch. Oh boy, I can't believe, I can't believe it. You, me, and the kids, and we're just having a great. Oh my god! I'm sorry, just can't help it. You know, just went a little toot toot, and there it is. Boom, there it is. Hey, Peter. My grandma's neighbor had a daughter who was my best friend for a few years growing up. They had a nice house with nice bedrooms, clean, always made beds, because they all slept downstairs in the living room. The dad on the couch, mom on the love seat, and the kids on the floor. All we did was play in her room, but if I spent the night, on the floor I went. What is this, Oliver Twist? <laughs> Please, sir, may I sleep on the bed just once? No, now dance for me. I went and stayed for dinner at a friend's house during high school one night. Getting ready to eat were friend's dad, friend's mom, friend's older brother, friend, me. Count them, five people. Friend's mom walks out with dinner. It's like a big bowl of steamed veggies, which looked fine, and a plate with a piece of steak and like two pieces of grilled chicken. 
The plate hit the table, and everyone but me lunged for the meat. It was freaking survival of the fastest. It was like when a pack of dogs get a deer. Five of us at the table, three pieces of meat. At my house, mom served dinner all portioned up in portions proportionally to how much each of us eat. Which I guess might seem weird to how they ate, but it was the weirdest thing I ever saw at someone's house that they thought was completely normal. My friend told me that when her and her brother would find turtles, her dad would drill holes in their shells. This is painless for them, she said, and tie a string to their shell and the other end of the string to the fence so that the turtles would be their pets until they chewed through the string. This was totally normal for her. Edit, I have done some internet research and the results as to whether a turtle can feel through its shell are inconclusive. I did read that touching a turtle is like how it feels for us when someone touches our fingernail. However, if I cut my fingernail, I do not feel pain. In my personal opinion, I would say no. The turtle did not feel the crazy man drilling through its shell. So within two minutes of Googling that question, yes, tortoises and turtles can very much feel pain through their shell because there are nerves that lead to the back of their nervous system. Please do not go out there and be curious about drilling holes into a bunch of turtle shells. That is entirely too cruel. I'm pretty open-minded, can't answer directly, but... Man, one time I was minding my own business, eating some peas, and a visitor to our house started cracking up as if eating peas was some foreign concept. Yeah, she was pretty big. Response. Apologies for the long rant here, but oh man, you just brought up an angry memory for me. We have a couple of sheltered friends. Well, acquaintances is more accurate. Anyway, for a season finale of Game of Thrones, I busted my butt making a huge themed feast for all our friends. Roasted a duck, had all kinds of delicious veggies, homemade bread, tarts, and pies. It was bigger than any Thanksgiving dinner I'd ever made. So this couple reluctantly sat down at the table, nervously side-eyeing the food. I started to get worried as they were passing up dishes, thinking maybe I'd forgotten some severe food allergy and hadn't made things they could eat. Finally, the husband put a sliver of duck and some roasted turnips and butter on his plate and poured a glass of honey mead. Every bite or sip he took and offered to his wife was followed by a melodramatic and over-the-top grimacing from both of them. Picture giving a baby a lemon wedge. It was embarrassing. Speaking of babies, they brought theirs cute little girl. I had her on my lap and she was reaching for everything on my plate. Gobbled up some duck, blueberries and cream, homemade bread, etc. With absolute delight, the mom kept exclaiming how weird it was because the kid doesn't like anything homemade. She eventually retreated to another room where I found her stuffing candy bars into her mouth and giving her kid cookies. I was so, so sad. Went on a date with a girl. Things went well, and she invited me to her place for a drink. I didn't think they were going well enough for anything other than a drink to happen, so I accepted and headed over. Got my drink, and she excused herself to grab a quick shower. Well, maybe things were going well enough for more than just a drink. At the time, I was a smoker, so while she showered, I headed out to the deck. She wasn't in the shower yet, and when she heard me pull the curtains back to get to the sliding door, she said, Don't go out there. The deck's no good. My key's on the table. Go out front for a smoke. 
I figured the apartment management hadn't kept the deck in good repair, and when I looked out, I could see something on the deck, but couldn't make out what it was. I headed out front for a smoke. When I was done, I let myself back in. The water shut off by the time I made it to the living room, and she said she'd be right out. I decided to look at the deck again. Curiosity and all, I flipped a light on and cupped my hands in the glass to block out the glare. Cat crap. The whole deck was literally covered in cat crap. There was fresh crap piled on old crap and not a speck of deck to be seen. She came out wearing loose sweats and a little tank top looking darn good, but I excused myself with some stupid reason or another and noped the heck out. TLDR was an extra on the new show, Cat Crap Hoarders of Vancouver. A former co-worker who invited me to hang out one day. You know the bulk packages of food that you see at Sam's Club and similar stores? Well, the living room kitchen area of this girl's apartment was covered in bulk packs of various foods. Noodles, sauces, taco shells, boxed macaroni, etc. They were stacked up on all the counters, stacked up against walls, stacked up in every corner, stacked up on top of a table and the fridge, all for her and her boyfriend. Enough food to last two people at least six months. There were also stacks of products in the bathroom. The cat's litter box was in the tub, and there was cat litter all over the bathroom floor. Edit. In case you're thinking, okay, so the girl likes to stock up on food ahead of time, and her bathroom is messy. I want to add that she was crazy. Drives to a particular pizza restaurant for lunch without us having previously discussed where to eat. Insists that we get certain pizza toppings. Tells the server we are splitting the bill. Normally, I wouldn't mind splitting the bill with a friend, but when you basically force someone to go to a certain restaurant and they can't even choose their food? But she did randomly drive us to Target and buy me a pack of Band-Aids without knowing either me or my then-boyfriend, well, orders me to date him for six more months before we think about getting engaged. Six months later, we are married, and our fourth anniversary is approaching. Orders me to paint my bathroom a shade of blue repeatedly says that her boyfriend is afraid of her going back to her old life and turning to her old ways. She keeps repeating this, so I assume that she is hinting around about wanting to discuss it. Whenever I ask what she means, she refuses to explain but keeps bringing it up. I bolted out of there as fast as I could after we returned to her apartment, and I haven't spoken to her ever again. She did other things that were rude, not just crazy. Not me, but my friend, A, was sleeping at his friend's, B, house. When A and B got into B's house, B's parents were instantly up on their feet to meet them in the hallway. The parents then said, All right, guys, time to search, and proceeded to check the pockets and bags of B and A in search of anything smoking, tobacco, and herb related. They acted like it was no big deal, but my friend A was really kind of shocked and felt uncomfortable having to let B's parents search all of his belongings, and apparently it was a good five-minute search, thoroughly making sure nothing was wrapped up in socks or in the hoods of their jackets, etc. Really weird stuff. It was the early 90s in Scotland, at my friend's house, and his mother called us downstairs to eat. Dining table was prepared and she told us to sit down and went into the kitchen. In there, she called out, Jim, your dinner is ready. Jim, being my friend's father, who was sat in the lounge watching TV, Jim shouted back, I'll eat my freaking dinner in here like I always do. 
His mother came in and laid our plates down on the table. It was lasagna. I liked lasagna and got down to eating. She then went into the lounge with another plate. Next thing I heard Jim shouting, What the freak is that? For freak's sake! And the plate is smashed off the wall. I don't freaking eat rabbit food. Jim stormed out of the house and drove off, and Mother retreated to the kitchen. My friend didn't blink and continued eating.